Steve Cohen's $8 billion plan to improve the area around City Field has been unveiled, and it is truly amazing. We'll talk about it on this special edition, Locked On Mets. You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you uh, amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. On today's extra bonus edition of Locked On Mets, there was a ridiculous plan that was unveiled today. An $8 billion one to improve the area around City Field. I want to go through... Uh, all the the reports of what's going on there and why this could be pretty remarkable for Mets fans in years to come. Before we get to any of it, though, I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on X, Ficklestein Ryan. You can also find some of my writing at JustBaseball.com, where I work as the managing editor. Now, I was just sitting here uh, planning the next couple days of the show. We're going to do an episode about the qualifying offers uh, that were sent out and the players that the Mets should go after, which I alluded to on yesterday's show, that will be the podcast on Wednesday. I was also thinking about what to do on Thursday. It was going to be an open plea to Steve Cohen to continue to spend money. Now, that money I was referring to was on free agents, that this is a time where the Mets should continue to invest heavily in payroll because they're going to be a luxury tax team. And we're going to get to that conversation on Thursday, but uh then as I'm planning out these shows and plotting what we're going to do throughout the rest of the week, I get this notification. Mets unveil $8 billion plan to improve the area around City Field, which has long been a rumored uh, dream for Steve Cohen to build up all of that infrastructure around the stadium, which is now just a bunch of, you know, <laughs> unused area, a lot of concrete, not a lot of functional space, not any, you know, nice, peaceful, uh, fan-friendly environment where you can go and grab a drink after the game. You can go to a restaurant. There's no hotel right there outside the stadium. There's no casino. And we've long heard about all of this, right? The idea that that Steve Cohen wanted to put a casino outside the ballpark, that there was going to be bars and restaurants, that there was going to be community space, that there was going to be parks, that there was going to be all of this different stuff. And it seemed like, you know, a, a pipe dream in some respects. It seemed like something that was going to take a lot of legwork uh, to make it happen. And while Cohen has certainly had his hands full with, you know, his actual day job and, you know, running the New York Mets, what he's been doing in the background is setting this up. This has been his true dream. This has been the plan he's been working on in the background that will leave the biggest lasting legacy on Steve Cohen's imprint on the Mets. Yes, winning World Series is the thing that fans are going to care about the most, but the fan experience has already improved significantly. There's been so many changes to the ballpark, you know, also just celebrating history, retiring jerseys, the old timers game. There's just so much attention to detail that has been put into 
taking what the experience was as a Mets fan and making it first class. And Metropolitan Park is uh, – it's like Disneyland for for the Mets. I mean, it it is a completely reimagined – infrastructure and city so to speak or or, or uh you know a, a complex that is going to take place right outside city field here is just going through the list in this uh and i will put the link to this release that they put out there um it's from empire report new york.com which i don't know if that's simply just for i'm trying to see is it is there more to it no it's basically just the plans i guess um I don't know how they got this. I'm looking at, at the site now. Regardless, they're the ones that ha- have released this, and it has a map of what they are trying to build. So here's just the laundry list of things that they're trying to put in place. 20 acres of public park space, bars and restaurants, a sports book, okay, a live music venue, solar panels on structured parking they have on there. Hotel towers, gaming facility, tailgate park. So I guess that's where people can tailgate before the games. If that's what they figured out to, to that extent, conference spaces, public plaza, Queens food hall and community space, community athletic fields, a playground, renovated accessible train station, bike pass. So much has to go into place here. I mean, the, the infrastructure that has to be put in just to get people in and out of this area alone, uh, that is a logistical nightmare that I'm sure they've been trying to figure out for some time now. But if this whole plan comes into place, for one, it's $8 billion in investment. Now, that's not just from Steve Cohen. That's from Steve Cohen and his partners. And his partners are pretty interesting. The main one, Hard Rock. This would bring a Hard Rock right outside of City Field. Uh, they are a, a huge, as, as it puts it in this, uh, this article that they've written about the project, it says the cornerstone of the project is creating a world-class entertainment experience that brings people to the area every day of the year, no matter the weather or if there's a ball game. Hard Rock brings a globally recognized brand for delivering best-in-class hospitality, creating memorable live musical experience, and offering exceptional casino and sportsbook gaming. So all of that coming right outside the ballpark courtesy of hard rock uh there's shop is part of the shop architects is a new york-based global design leader the iconic projects completed were underway across more than 100 million square feet on five continents they're a big part of building this out there's field operations is another partner uh, mckissick another partner uh, it's a plan that didn't come overnight this is without a doubt uh, three years in the making you know, Cohen has talked about this vision and now we're seeing the first you know, map of it. You, you get to look into this article that again, I'll, I'll put in the episode description and you can see the outlay, how they want it to look. And the ballpark is right there in the top right corner of the map. That that's the, the hub of all of it. And all this other stuff is just going to add to the fan experience. I don't know how long it's going to take for them to build it. I know that it's going to add a ton of jobs to the community, not only, to build it, but then once it's built with all these bars, these restaurants, these public parks, all these places that have to be maintained. So that's good. But yeah, once this gets done, however long it takes, you're going to be able to, if you're someone like me, right? I don't live in New York City. I live in South Florida. 
I became a Mets fan because my dad, a diehard Mets fan from the New Jersey area, but he moved to South Florida after college. That's where I've lived my whole life. You know, now I can book a, uh, depending on the cost, uh, <laughs> I can book, you know, a, a week stay at the Hard Rock and catch a couple of series um, that the Mets are going to play at City Field, and then in between have a casino I could go to. Have you know, maybe there's uh, some some concert that I want to go to in the music venue. There's you know a, a place that I can you know bet the sports book. It's ridiculous the thought that was put into this plan. And to me, and I want to get to this more in the next segment here, this just comes back to a place where if you were a Mets fan that has any negative thought towards Steve Cohen, what is wrong with you? This guy is taking the New York Mets. He is you know, taking his biggest passion as a Mets fan. And he is investing everything he can into this team, not only financially, but his time, his energy, all of it, to create an absolute utopic vision of what the Mets can be. And obviously, if the on-field success doesn't come with that, there's always going to be some bad blood from fans. That's just how... We're all wired. You want to see the team win. That's the most important thing. But it's hard to fault this guy for anything when he clearly cares this much about the product and cares this much about the fan experience. And with that, obviously money will be made, but he is investing a lot right now for a windfall that will come for him once everything is up and running and he gets to that final vision of what he's planning. But this uh, this shows a lot of foresight that he had to put into to make all this happen. A lot of partnerships that had to be created, and it's just when it comes to the fan experience, it's simply going to be awesome. Uh, a casino with a sports book. Speaking of a sports book, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better place to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including the spread, player props, over-unders, and more. You have the NFL season that you can lay that $5 money line bet on. If you win, you're going to get the $150 in bonus bets. So that's a really good option. Find yourself. The biggest favorite this weekend that you know is going to win, put that $5 money line bet down. Or if you are feeling a little bit more risky, you want to go to a, a sport where the result a little more volatile day in, day out, anything can happen, the NBA. You can bet on the NBA or you can just, uh, if not place that money line bet, you can look at points scored in the game, take the over-unders on the top stars in the league, you can take assists, rebounds, you can create a parlay if you want to on different players on your favorite team, a lot that can be done over at FanDuel. Head over at FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. Place that $5 money line bet to win a $150 in bonus bets. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
I just want to read a couple of the quotes in this article from Steve Cohen. Uh, quote, it's time the world's greatest city got the sports and entertainment park it deserves. When I bought this team, fans and community kept saying we needed to do better. Metropolitan Park delivers on the promise of a shared space that people will not only want to come to enjoy, but can be truly proud of. This is, again, the vision of what he saw with the New York Mets. Yes, it's his favorite team. Yes, he wants to see them win a World Series championship, and that's the thing that he's probably looking forward to most, is getting to hold that trophy as a lifelong fan to break this World Series drought. That, that's, of course, the thing. But you look around, and there was a lot of talk you know, looking at what the Patriots have built. With their, what do they call it, the Patriots Way or whatever it is, the the buildings, you know, the the casino around the the uh, Gillette Stadium, the hotels, the bars, the restaurants, all that stuff. Same thing you look at, you know, the Atlanta Braves, what what they have, um, you know, a new ballpark with all that stuff built in. You know, this is important. This is what Cohen has envisioned, and again, this is the legacy. As much as what happens on the field is important, what Steve Cohen is going to accomplish if this plan gets you know uh, put into action and actually gets built, and this $8 billion gets invested around the ballpark, that's the thing that 30, 40 years from now is going to stand the test of time where you know I'll have my kids, you know the 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 next coming generation who, will get to go to Metropolitan Park and they're going to experience going to a Mets game in a completely different way than I got to or that you know my dad did. Now that's Shea Stadium, that's a whole other experience, but you know the what City Field has been once this happens, it's going to change. The ballpark has already changed some. There's a ridiculous scoreboard in there. There's all those things that have been added. But this outside I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to City Field and I've I've gotten a hotel room, you know, in Queens, you know, a mile away, and I've gone on that walk, uh, you know, from the hotel to the ballpark, or I hop on on the subway and then take that one stop in, um, on the seven line, and you know, it, it's it's not an experience of commuting to the ballpark of getting there, and I haven't even had to deal with. But I'm sure some of you do the drive in and the, the, the traffic to get out of there, that whole misery that I know a lot of you experience. You know, when I go to and leave City Field, like to me, the game is it. There's nothing else. I, I, I'm going in, I'm staying at the hotel, I'm walking to the ballpark, I'm enjoying my game, and I'm hoping that I get my food at there at the ballpark because otherwise, you know, who knows what I'm going to get to eat that night. Because there's nothing around there that that is going to jump out to the tourist, you know the 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 person who travels into the city to watch the Mets. There's nothing inviting around the ballpark, and this will change that, and it's going to create a, a much improved experience for the fan and, and the sort of ripple effects of what it does for the city for for people who get these jobs now to one build it and then to maintain it. It's it's like the Robin Hood effect of Steve Cohen here. He's giving back to the people. Now what's gonna happen and the, the the you know little dirty secret about all this is that Steve Cohen is not running all this stuff as as a charity. 
He's not investing all this in the Mets and in the, this area around simply out of the kindness of his heart. It's a big part of it. I do believe that he really cares about the fan experience and that he, his primary motivation through all of this is making it as awesome as possible to be a Mets fan. He is treating Mets fans with a, a amount of respect that should keep them as Mets fans and should create more and more Mets fans. I do think all of that is the case, but now, I mentioned Disneyland. It almost is that model, right? It's the, all right, we're, we're going to invest a ton in, in in making the product as good as possible. And then you get a loyal fan base that is going to keep coming back for more. And what's that going to create? More ticket sales, uh, you know, all the the different properties that are outside the ballpark that I'm sure he gets, you know, a cut in to, to a lot of those different, um, you know, revenue streams once they're up and running like all of it ultimately we get to a point where the rich does get richer and steve cohen whether it's 10 years from now 15 years from now whenever that windfall comes is going to start to make a ton of money on all of this that he's investing in right now but he's also losing a lot of money in the short term and again it is for this legacy that he is building the new york mets are absolutely a legacy play for steve cohen no doubt about it and while I've said it multiple times in the show already, while the, the product on the field is always going to be of utmost importance to the fans, Metropolitan Park, I really believe, is going to be his legacy. That That's the thing that's going to stand the test of time on, on what Steve Cohen brought uh, to this fan base more than potentially anything else. So really cool stuff. That's why I figured I had to just hop on give you a little bonus edition of Locked On Mets. Also because I was really excited about prepping the show for Wednesday, uh, the qualifying offer show. So you're going to be able to check that out tomorrow. Make sure you follow, rate, review, wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss it. I'm going to break down the seven qualifying offers that were given out and which of those free agents should the Mets go after, if any, where they would have to give up that draft pick compensation. There's some interesting names. You got Blake Snell, Aaron Nola, Sonny Gray when it comes to starting pitchers, Josh Hader as a relief pitcher who could be a ridiculous partner for Edwin Diaz in that bullpen, uh, Cody Bellinger, Matt Chapman, and there's one more, I believe. But I guess you'll have to tune in tomorrow to find out because it's not coming to me off the top of my head. Oh, Shohei Otani, the biggest one. It's just its own tier. Those are the seven, but we'll go through all of that on the show. Make sure you follow, rate, and review. Uh, as I already mentioned, wherever you get your podcast, follow me on X at Finkelstein Ryan. Uh, follow the show at Locked On Mets.